It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've been through. You can be free. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show, we have Beth Moore as a guest of James Robison on his show, Life Today. They are talking about A Beautiful Mind, part two. We had heard part one several weeks ago, but they are talking about A Beautiful Mind and how we can have a free mind in Christ, that he has died to set us free, and that also includes our mind. In 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, God gave us a, did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. And so a lot of times we don't believe that we can have a sound mind. We feel like we're just losing our mind half the time because we're all over the place. Our kids are running here, doing this, doing that. Something happened with our friend. Our husband did this, did that. And it's like sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to just be able to think again, like get my thoughts together? But the thing is, God has given us a sound mind and we can live in peace and with peace in our minds day in and day out. We can fight off the enemy. We don't have to listen to his lies and live by them anymore. And we do that so many times. He'll come in and try to convince us of a truth that is just not true. Like, and we buy into it and we live defeated because we just don't realize that we can have a free mind and a free life with joy and victory. So we've got to believe the word of God. And, and it's exciting because he's got so many promises and one of them is a sound mind. Here's Beth and James. Oh, this is kind of wonderful and scary. <laughs> I counted a moment ago, the studio is just packed overflowing and I think there are three men out here in the audience. <laughs> Bravest men I've ever seen in my life. And I'm gonna hang in here. I'm James Robinson, full of courage. <laughs> and this is my wife, Betty, and we have Beth Moore, and we are talking about a beautiful mind. We're offering these incredible inspirational materials and the teaching that Beth has to all of you, and we're going to be talking about claiming this territory right here, renewing the mind, because this really is the battlefield. Would all of you here join Betty and me in welcoming Beth Moore to life today? Beth, it's always a joy. You know, the, the miracle is that Keith and I get to just feel at home here, that even to walk out here and see these faces and, and just be part of this, uh, the whole life outreach ministry is so incredible. Well, we're talking about a beautiful mind, and really and truly, I think many people don't understand that uh, this really is the battlefield. Yes, indeed. And uh, just sort of take us into this particular, let's say, study of of the mind and this mm -hmm. battlefield and how we can, in fact, get a beautiful mind. You know, what really inspired me was the portion out of Second Timothy 1, something that many of us have memorized out of God's Word. I love it in the NIV, but my very favorite rendering of it is out of the New King James because it says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. And I love this particular wording, a sound mind, that we have been given by God just like we were given a spirit of power and a spirit of love, he has given us 
a sound mind. Haven't all of us at one time or another thought, I am losing my mm -hmm. ever-loving gourd. I mean, am I the only one? That just, but, but the reality is something very frightening can take place there. And, and why this is so uh, tender to me is that years ago when I was in my early 30s, I had really never faced my past. I had never looked in the face of my own victimization, which started uh, before my memory even kicks in. By the time I have any memory, by the time I was three and four years old, I was already exhibiting the uh, outward behaviors of a child who had been sexually abused. I would have little little flashbacks here and there, but I never was able to just stare in the face of what had happened to me. It wasn't until uh, God had really started growing me up in his word that he knew I was going to be able to take it when he began giving me the revelation of where I'd been and what I had gone through. And when these things began coming forth, front in my mind where I could really stare them in the face and I realized some of the things that I had lived with and some of the things that then I had used as excuses to get in all manner of sin and defeat and all that began to just pile up in front of me. I went through a time when I can tell you the enemy was so tormenting my mind that I thought I am going to lose my entire soundness of mind. God is somehow we're gonna stand by and watch the enemy come and take my thinking. Now, what I'm here to tell you and what I'm here to tell them and what I'm here to tell you is it was a lie. It was from the enemy and, and it was not true. At no time was my mind so fragile that, I, that it was about to break. I, God had me in the palm of his hand and I could trust him with the journey that he was taking me on, but it was the enemy's constant threat to me. You'll never make it through this. You'll never be able to think your way through this. Now, I've always struggled with my thoughts. I have a, a strong tendency, as many of you may, to uh, obsessive thinking. I'll just think a thought to death. I know uh, many <laughs> understand what I'm talking about, but this was a, a really serious time of torment when I thought uh, that it that my mind was at full risk. And the, the thing about it is we talk about how fragile the mind is, but that is not what the scripture says. The scripture says we have been given the right to soundness of mind. And I think back, and it's something we were talking about earlier. If the enemy had been able to convince me of that, and he knew, boy, he knew what he was strategically after. I had written a, a Bible study, one out of the 13. And at that point, the enemy knew that he better get to me fast or it, this could be a threat. He doesn't want anybody learning how to wield the sword of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so he began to attack me and try to convince me that I would never be able to put three thoughts together clearly again for the rest of my life. But it was nothing but deceit. I think it's really important <clears throat> for everybody who's watching, everybody in this room, in the studio here and at home, to recognize that you were having this, this battle as a believer. Absolutely. Uh, I was telling them, I said, I've got such a story to tell you about my Border Collie who is just coming up on a year old. And, and Border Collies have a, uh, a real tendency toward OCD. They're very, very obsessive compulsive. <laughs> and she loves her ball so much that she barks with it out in the backyard. She tries to intimidate the, the uh, dog on the other side of that fence by barking with a ball in her mouth. It's rendered very ineffective. <laughs> she, she drops her ball in her food and eats around it. <laughs> Drops the ball if she wants to to get some water out of the toilet, which I don't recommend to her. But the other day, I could hear her digging around, splashing water in the toilet. She had dropped the ball in it so she could get a drink and then was trying to get it back out of it. And my point is, I realized that I thought, that's me. 
where everything, I, I get fixated on one thing. Anybody, somebody tell me they're with me. Where, and I mean, that ball is in my mouth. I talk I drop it in my food because the whole time I'm eating, I'm still thinking about it. I don't care what we're conversing about. I'm thinking about my obsessive thought pattern. Anybody? And just everything, where this thing, whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's what somebody said to us, whether for me during the period of time I described to you, it was what happened to me. I played it and replayed it and replayed it and replayed it in my mind. We really have a battle in yes, the mind. And, and when you were talking about how the enemy wanted to short circuit the purpose of God in you, it wasn't just Beth Moore. It wasn't just James Robinson as two individuals. Or you as an individual that the enemy's targeting and said, well, I'll just take you out. He wants to take out the purpose of God yes. in any available yes, life. that's right. And whatever that purpose is, it is significant and important. That's right. And the thing about it, we will always be in the battle, but make mm -hmm. no mistake, we are meant to be more than overcomers mm -hmm. in that battle. We, are, we do, aren't stuck with defeat in our minds. We, we don't have to sit back and think this is just, this is what human beings do. We have other options. Mm -hmm. We have true, I'm talking, we have power that is beyond anything the human mind could possibly conceive of. The more I let him just release his spirit into my, my, my feelings, into my emotions, and into my thought processes, the more I live in victory. And the thing that I keep thinking, I've said this to our viewers here at Life Today so many times, and I say that in humble partnership with the, with the two of you, is that it doesn't matter where you've been and what you've been through, you can be free. Yeah. You can be free. That was Beth Moore and James Robison, and you can find that clip at YouTube if you search Beth Moore, A Beautiful Mind, Part 2. Also, you can find out more information about her at her ministry website, Living Proof Ministries, and that is lproof.org. You can also find out more information about James Robison at lifetoday.org. Well, that is all I have for you today. Please take a minute to rate and review this podcast if you get a chance. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. God bless.